Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. You know what a head and shoulders chart formation is, Landon? <laughs> For real, you know what the, you know what it is, don't you? Head. You liked my tweet that said, "Is that a head and shoulders on the corn chart?" Oh no, I don't have a clue. I was just trying to be nice. You know what head and shoulders is? Your uh, your shoulder, and then your head, and then your shoulder. Oh, not not that shampoo. It's not a positive formation on the chart, Landon. Usually, I mean, it's all here. Let me pull it up for you and give you a little education. Since now you were, I thought you were Ag Eco. No, I was business management. Okay, even more so. You should know marketing. what a head. And, you should know what a head and shoulders corn uh, corn <clears throat> chart chart is. Look, see, there's a shoulder, there's a head, and there's another shoulder. So and was this guy in a car wreck? It's about to be a car wreck. It's about <laughs> to be a wreck if it breaks this low here yeah. at four twenty four nineteen. It filled this gap over here. Everybody's talking about that, but sun, sunshine. Look, there's the bottom of that shoulder, there's the bottom of that, and then there's the other one, and then there's the other one, and we are right there. If that bitch breaks, hello, $4 is what I'm thinking. Hmm. This is your Marketing 101 class. It is on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We're excited. Everybody's listening. Y'all keep downloading it because I get a little nervous that me and Landon are just talking to ourselves over here, and sometimes we get Casey Seymour to listen in and talk. So it makes me nervous to make sure people are still out there. That's pretty fun. Yeah, you know, well, we got that going for us. But uh, we're here almost every week, pretty much every week. Uh, almost Wednesday, if I get my lazy ass off and do the commercial in time, and I can do it on Wednesday morning. But I bet, Landon, Land, were you getting pissed that I didn't drop it until like Saturday morning last week? I was getting a little worried. Yeah. I don't know if you're getting worried because it's like, I drove my happy ass all the way out to your house, do a podcast, I get away from my wife and my daughter, and you don't do any of this shit until Saturday morning? What the hell am I doing? Why Why are we, why are we even doing this? I know. How, how am I going to retweet it when I'm off the grid on the weekends? <laughs> That's for sure. You can't do it if you were a flip phone. Nope. Anyway, so uh, hopefully every Wednesday morning and um, we'll drop this thing. Well, today, guys, we've got all kinds of immaturity coming on to you. Um, that's what she said. We've got the wave. Now, th- that's not really the immature part of the episode, but we're going to do our best to make it, you know, Great and wonderful in the, in, in the immaturity level. So everybody wave. Well, at least in Texas. I don't know if everywhere else in the Midwest and uh, across rural America, you wave at each other on the highway or you do some, you know, variation of it. Well, we've got what your wave says about you. Or at least that's what that's the notes I wrote down, Lane. Is that how you phrased all your notes? Where are yeah. you? I, yeah, pretty I much. Notes? I don't know if I see notes. That's 723. It's 730 right now. We got some notes. Okay, good deal. Well, that's what we're going to do, Landon, if I didn't already give you a heads up from uh, for the episode. But we're doing that in our main second segment. Now, this first segment, we're talking some, well, first, we're going to talk a little bit of Brent, but mostly we're going to talk a little weightlifting. And uh, mostly it's because I saw the story about the transgender dude 
who was weightlifting in the women's competition. Of course, he was beating everybody's ass and uh, all, everything like that. So um, you got that to look forward to. So, And you know you where to find this thing. You're going to find it on uh, Twitter, Facebook. I'm going to drop it via my Twitter handle. That's at Trader Brent. Landon will retweet it at. No twit landing 44. And I'm sure Global Ag Network and Casey Seymour, he's always really good about retweeting it. And that Conrad guy, he, he kind of looks like, you know who I'm talking about, Landon? He, he follows you too. That Conrad looks like yeah. a hard ass. Now, I'm going to write write his name down so I can mention him. At Conrad Ag Hard Ass Old Dad or something is his, is his not Conrad, Conrad. Well, anyway. Yeah, he's tough as nails. He does. Um, he looks, his picture anyway, looks pretty hardcore. He, he kind of looks like uh, Arlie Army in Full Metal Jacket, you know. <laughs> it looks like he's going to shit down your neck or something, you know. But, uh, no, I'm sure he's a great guy. So uh, find that on Twitter and then everywhere else that uh, podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so Landon did some electrical work all afternoon. All I wanted to do was put a plug in in the lean-to where I got the cab, uh, where the cabs uh, stall out and uh, – and uh, spend the night every night, and um, it gets kind of warm in there. So I got one fan so far, and I've had to string an uh, extension cord all the way from inside the barn to out there. So you know, you gotta, I got it going through a door. So when you go through the door, of course, when you try to close it, it kind of puts a little, a little pinch on the cord, you know, at the threshold. And I figured after about six weeks of that, I better do that before I burn that barn down. So uh, started working on an outlet right there on the lean-to, right above where the fan is, and. Um, there's an old there's an old line uh, coming uh, it goes it's already uh, threaded through the lean to and it goes over to the far corner pole goes down underground and then it shows back up in the barn on the side and then goes into the barn and into a junction box. I figured well hey all I got to do is like do about ten feet a new lead and um, just why splice it into that man and, and put that other line the other end into the into the um, Fuse box, the breaker box, and man, I'm ready to go. So I did that. Got it. You know, it always takes a lot longer because whenever you're putting wires in a junction box, you always forget to go through the collar first and come through the box. You always, always try to uh, put all your fitting or put all your wire nuts on the wires and then realize that you didn't go through the collar first. So you can't put the cover on. So you got to undo that at least a couple times. Anyway, so I did that. Got it all wired up. And I don't know why I didn't. It, well, first, the reason I knew I could use it because I got one of those um, those uh, wire, those lead tracers. You know, have you seen those? You can put it. Uh, you put the one, the transmitter on one lead. You can use it for like trailer lights and everything. Just you know, to see who, which leads uh, match up. So you put it on one end, and then you go. You can go over to the far end of the barn or something, and you put this little uh, transmitter, and it's supposed to beep. If it matches the same wire that the transmitter on the other end is, that tells you that's all the same wire. Kind of like a love connection? I guess. Is that what they do? Do they stick it in? No. Okay. No, okay. No, that's a relief. They don't stick it there. Okay. Anyway, so um, so anyway, so I got a buzz. I'm like, all right, man, I got a, I got a full line connection, so I'm just going to splice into this baby, and uh, man, we're going to have electricity right at the fan. So I just assumed, and of course, you always know what happens when you assume something. Um, so I wired it all together and I went and flipped the breaker back, powered it back on and put the butt, hit the button on the fan. Nothing. Absolute, complete winter death. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to spend all day trying to trace the rest or find the short in this thing or whatever it is. I don't know if it's a short or just completely severed somewhere. But then I got to thinking, well, maybe that's why the line was dead because people were, uh, 
people, uh, the previous owners uh, found that there was a deadline in it. So I ended up having to go a whole new lead. So I did another 20 feet, went into, drilled a hole in the top of the uh, little breezeway there where my door is and come in. And then I would just wire into the light switches for the barn. And because uh, so, I know I got power there. Fired up. Sure enough, it's all lit up, man. So I and I had to, of course, I had to take the uh, covers off where the light switches are because I had to wire it into the uh, bottom of one of the switches. And so I'm tying it down and I got the power on. Everything's running and I'm about the, you know how the the screws are starting to get some resistance, so I'm getting tight. And all of a sudden, pop, <laughs> and a big flash right in my face. I'm like, oh shit, I just died. Anyway, so I look down. Well. I wasn't paying attention enough, and one of the, the hot wire was hanging out from the bottom of the deal, and I kept tightening it and smooshing it down between the metal the metal face of the junction box and the metal junction box. And so I, uh, so yeah, I thought that this was going to be like, man, this could be like a two-hour job, and I'm going to be done. Anyway, so that's great and wonderful. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe I just tripped the breaker, and it saved my life, and I can just go on about my business. So pull it out. And I flipped the breaker, nothing. The breaker wasn't even tripped, first of all. So I'm like, well, that's great. So, but I, anyway, so I flipped it up and I went over and all the, all the lights in the barn are, this thing is jerking like it's, it's fixing a crash on me. Hang on. <laughs> Speaking of jerking, that's in the weightlifting deal. But um, anyway, so uh, I've got, anyway, so I turn the switches on and the barn lights and this fan, this um, outlet are all on the same circuit. So if I got barn lights, I got, I got a, power at the, at the outlet and nothing comes on no barn lights at all but yet i start doing some more checking and i've got power at all the switches so i'm like well i guess i burned out the first switch in the series or something well no because i flipped the switch and when i flipped the switch i got power at the top of the switch uh, in addition you know because i got constant power at the bottom because that's where it feeds so i keep working and working i'm like well i just guess i burned out the switch so anyway another 30 minutes goes by and I play with the breaker a little bit more, and for some stupid reason, it comes on. And um, I don't know if the breaker had to cool down or what, but um, whatever the case, I got power there now. So I did a little surgery there, and uh, I'm planning on doing a little more surgery on my phone. I got a new screen that I'm going to try to install myself. They sent me a kit, and there's supposed to be a, like a little like miniature uh, torque head um, screwdriver. There's two little, if you look at your iPhone, there's two little, uh, Landon, look at your iPhone, there's two little screws on the bottom right where the uh, lightning cable goes into. And those are like your first screws to uh, to uh, un, uh, unscrew there. And it takes like a tiny, tiny uh, torque head. Well, they were supposed to send me a torque a torque uh, driver and a Phillips. And all I got was three Phillips screwdrivers. So I had to go down to Ace. and um, Which I found Ace. Leonard, I'm not, I don't know if we'll ever get to it. I'm sure we will. They're pretty much locking up everything at the hardware store like it's an electronic store now. They've got the whole alley. It was like, I want, we talked about this uh, before we started, but um, there were like copper fittings. And I know, cop, what's copper worth now, I wonder? Is it still worth stealing? I would assume so. I would guess so. This I've never seen the whole, it was either, it was either like an electronic store or a liquor store or a gun store. Or because, the Bluebell aisle now? Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they need to start putting those. Uh, did you zip- see the? Did you see the picture of the, <laughs> the security? I don't know if it's a joke or not, but but it showed a store somewhere that had the had the little straps and the thing you have to electronically take off. 
pretty funny. They got to rub it on that sensor-o-matic deal there at the yeah. at the checkout <laughs> yeah. line. You got to rub your bluebell on it. But um, this whole side, of this whole like you got an aisle. You know, you got stuff on either side of you. The whole one side of the aisle was all behind a cage, and it wasn't like. Um, you know, like uh, power drills or, you know, stuff that, you know, you think people might want to steal. These are like compression fittings and, uh, you know, adapter fittings, all kinds of crap. But I guess people steal the crap out of this stuff. Anyway, so I was getting a lot of some of my electrical stuff there. And then we went over to Walmart because I needed a new case for my phone. And, of course, like pretty much everything but the big screen TVs all have one of those little security tags on them. Because you can't hang a uh, t- big screen TV on those little pins that... You know, they put on like on half a dozen phone cases on. So I had to get the lady to um, come unlock it and everything. And she's like, yeah, we're doing inventory tomorrow. Can you imagine doing inventory at Walmart? Oh, or Ace. Or Ace for that. Yeah. Oh, Ace and Tractor Supply in Hereford have, must have the biggest turnover in the entire, maybe the entire state. Because there's always somebody new working at Ace or Tractor Supply in Hereford. It is true. Yeah. So anyway, but... uh. People quit stealing crap, and we can live in a society. You know, we're living in a society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Landon, um, you ever you weightlift, don't you? I do. Do you do yeah. the Do you do the uh, clean and jerk? The clean. What was the other one? The called? snatch. You know, <laughs> you know. I've been lifting weights for for probably seventeen or eighteen years, pretty hard. And I have to be honest with you, I know a lot more about the jerk than I do the snatch. <laughs> <laughs> See, Landon, in my experience, <laughs> the clean and jerk, it, isn't it usually the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> the jerk and clean. <laughs> uh, isn't it yeah. the one, doesn't usually the one come before the, uh, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't the J come before the C? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, is that the one you, you had in your book too? Did I steal no, that one? No, no, no. I use mine. Okay, was... good deal. Good deal. Okay. So, um, yeah, so the snatch and the clean and jerk, these are the two uh, weightlifting events in the Olympics. The only reason I bring this up is because I saw the story, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen it, about the transgender dude that's trying to, or that is competing in the women's weightlifting deal. And, of course, he's just, like, blowing them all away. So, um, you know, because this dude outweighs all the chicks by, you know, I don't know, 50, 75 pounds. Of course, everything's in kilograms there. So, um, but I wonder, I had a few wonder, uh, questions about these different events. Um, now the snatch, I think should be for women, you know, for obvious reasons. And in this, in the snatch, do they use their hands or do they use their? Easy, easy, Brad. I mean, it's a grip. He's speechless. He's speechless. All right, Landon. All right. Okay, now for the clean and jerk, I think it definitely should be for men for obvious reasons. Now, do you think there's a lot of chalk involved in this one? I think there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to get a good grip. Uh, you don't want you want you don't want any slippage. I've noticed it. <laughs> I noticed in the uh, in some of the commentary um, that it's uh, it can only be aired on TV after 9 p.m. <laughs> and if they fail on the first t- attempt, they usually have to wait 30 to 45 minutes before their next attempt. Got to drink a lot of water. <laughs> you got to drink some pickle juice or something like to really get that those juices flowing again. It's a uh, yeah, Landon. Yeah, he, he he he's not looking at me in the eye right now. No, <laughs> Landon's looking no. at the TV. No. Um, you know, you know the gym I go to now, every I go in the mornings a lot and they show they have it on CMT, 
on one, they have four TVs. One doesn't work. One's on Fox News. One's on ESPN, and the other one's on CMT. Is this at Snap? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, not Snatch, but Snap. <laughs> so, so in the mornings they play music videos, and you know you get some of the classics like with Reba and Oh and yeah, Shania, Fancy Alabama, and all them. No, it's the one where she's in court. And she's getting rid of some dude, and one of the lawyers is is Billy Madison's friend that works for anyway. Okay. Anyway, but man, these these new country guys, they they are just the biggest douchebags ever. Real country, like walking down the str- walking down some random road, which we all do. That's that. all country music videos. <laughs> no. in in a V neck and getting rained on, and like oh yeah, it's it's V neck's kind of bad. I think the worst one's that Blake Shelton song though, where he's singing about God's country. country I know that is so awful. pandering. Oh. The, the video is even worse. Oh, I, I hadn't seen the video. I'm just glad the TV's on mute. I got. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, Landon, I was really, I'm kind of disappointed. I hope you had more stuff on the Snatch move. So what is, do you know what the Snatch move is? No. <laughs> do I need to Do I need to look it up? No, and I've been married for two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> you would think you'd have that down pat by now. I don't really understand a lot of the terms for different lifts, like dead lifts. Why would anybody want to do a lift that has dead in it? I think it's like a zombie lift or something. Okay. Power, power squats, a lunge. Uh, what did you do? I did, a, I did 12 lunges. <laughs> I did a lunge. The snatch is the first of two lifts contested in the sport of weightlifting, followed by the clean and jerk. The objective of the snatch is is to lift the barbell from the ground to overhead in one continuous motion. There are four main styles of snatch used. Squat snatch, (laughs) split snatch, power snatch, and muscle snatch. What's your favorite? Uh, de- <laughs> definitely the squat snatch. <laughs> oh, the squat snatch and split snatch are the most common styles used in competition, while power snatch and muscle snatch are mostly used for training purposes. I'm su- <laughs> surprised. Say it. I'm surprised there's not one of those one of those lifts that has a word in there that rhymes with beef. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, Lennon, you always take it too far. All right, now the clean and jerk. The clean and jerk is a composite of two weightlifting movements, most often performed with a barbell. The clean and jerk... I always thought it was clean, power clean, but I guess not. No, clean and jerk. During the clean, the lifter moves the barbell from the floor to a racked position across the deltoids without resting fully on the clavicles. During the jerk... The lifter closes all the shades, turns down all the lights. Oh, oh I'm sorry, that didn't say Turns that. all the pictures backwards. <laughs> turns, all, turns pictures of his family to face the wall. Uh, during the jerk, the lifter raises the barbell to a stationary position above the head, finishing with straight arms and legs and in the need of a cigarette. The feet in the same plane as the torso and the barbell. Of the several variants of the lift, the most common is the Olympic clean and jerk, which with the snatch is contested in Olympic weightlifting events. Why don't they get down to the? Do you, have you ever watched the World's Strongest Man competitions? Uh. Uh-uh. So oh yet, yeah, I have. They like where they pull the buses and stuff with yeah, their teeth. And one of the best things is when they throw the keg over the wall. Oh yeah, uh-huh. they, it's pretty funny. They try to get out of the way if they don't make it because <laughs> they're gonna you know die. <laughs> uh, every time I watch these powerlifting deals, I keep waiting for someone's asshole to start dropping out of the bottom of their pants. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know how they don't how all their innards don't just come out of their rear end. I don't but, either. I don't either. I mean, I've seen the videos of the dudes breaking their arm in half. Yeah, those are the ultimate. Yeah. I, that always, I'll never forget when I was at Jibos one time, and this dude 
He was probably he probably weighed four bucks, and I was getting some mineral tubs, and they're like, what are those two hundred fifty pounds? This yeah. dude just freaking bear hugs this tub from ground level and lifts it onto my tailgate and pushes it in there. Mm. I'm just, I mean, all right. Which I mean, I guess it was half his weight, or no, not half his weight, but you know, a good three fourths of his weight. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. The dude, I mean, I don't know what he did that night, but dude could lift a freaking mineral tub. So that's why I that's why I stay away from the gym. I don't want to run into any of those risks at all. My fun one last year, my biggest lift was I had two hoses off my sprinkler in the Milo. This is about oh late August. And so one of them's a third of the way in from one end. And the other one's oh, yeah, a yeah. third of the way in from the, the pivot. Other, okay. So if you go oh. so if you go to it and back and drive around and go to the next one and back, you're walking more than just going straight there. Right, trying so, to crawl. Yeah, but you're not well, it's not corn though, so you can see. It's but it's kind of heading out. I mean, it's, oh, okay, it's, yeah. it's tall. Still but, not corn. Right, right. So I'm carrying a twenty foot ladder over my head for half a mile and having a couple stops and putting up some hoses. Yeah. It was awful. It's uh I've had to replace three U joints on my half mother over what last week. I don't know. I've Every time you go in and to do that, you're always afraid if you put in a U-joint on, you know it's the gearbox that crushed, that busted the, the uh, U-joint. And you just pray to God it's not that because that's the whole getting, and this is in corn, you know, <clears throat> and um, that involves getting either a tractor if it's on the dry side or getting a freaking cross tie and a bottle jack and going out there, taking the wheel off, lifting up mm. this 150-pound uh, gearbox, putting the new one on putting the tire back on all in the mud and you just pray to God it's not that. But the first time it was just that little puck. It just came out for some reason. And then the two other times, I think they just broke one, one knuckle of the, uh, of the U joint. So you just always pray to the good Lord that it's not what it was. So uh, fortunately the U joints about the easiest thing you can fix. So um, that's great. And wonderful well, guys. I think that's enough of that. Let's see. Did I get all of my notes out here? You got to wait 30, 45 minutes before the next try. <laughs> <laughs> Boys are watching Shark Week. They freaking love sharks. They know every freaking shark in the shark species. Yeah, I got a pretty good lesson just walking through the living room while I go. Well, I heard you doing a little conversing out there. The bull shark and the and like regular fish. Tire shark, tire shark, tiger shark. Hammerheads, great whites. Hey, speaking of fish, did you see the picture on Facebook of the of Hereford's Poo Pond over by the YMCA I with did. like like fifty dead fish Is on the it, on the shore? That, I know. I didn't know if that was a news story of Hereford or the intro to The Simpsons. I don't know. It was a it was a carp conundrum over there. Carp catfish. What they say? It was like yeah, an oxygen catfish. depletion or something, wasn't it? I think it was like this. goose poops. Is what I think. Well, they said like it was a. It got so hot, and then it got cooler one day. That the oxygen levels never did whatever, stabilize or something. So. I think it's got to do with all the goose poop in there. Yeah, there could be some hantavirus from rats or what is a, the avian bird flu or there's mm-hmm. no telling. Yeah. It's, I remember I remember we had we had some, we used to sell alfalfa out of our barn. We had a hay customer one time. It rained like five inches or something. He was talking about picking On the up, hay? Do what? On the hay? Or? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, in town. But oh, okay. He was picking up hay a few days later and he was telling us about all the all the all the carp and catfish he was picking up off 15th Street. Oh, gross! <laughs> per- perfect for the skillet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's uh, like, "You ate fish from the, the street? street? <laughs> oh yeah." <laughs> I've never ever heard of anybody. I've heard of people eating roadkill like in the southwest or southeast, but not fish roadkill. Yeah, gutter fish. I don't. Gutter. I don't know. <laughs> gutter snipe. 
Well, guys, we're getting long in this segment. Otherwise, we'll, we'll lose everybody. We've got all of that behind us, and we've got our or we got our sponsor this week. And I think it may be. I'm not really sure. I haven't really nailed them down yet. I, I've got a, a clean and jerk uh, sponsor. They're they're the foremost advisors in the clean and jerk. So we've got them. Radar Recogger will love to do that sponsorship, and he will give us our hot and dry forecast. I don't know. Maybe him and uh, Diego have got their tank tops on this week. But uh, we've got all that and more. And then we've got the wave. All that and more on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Jerk it. Hello, everybody. Harold D. Witt down here at the Jerk and Clean Plumbing Service. Yes, there is a clean and jerk plumbing service, but they're across town and Quite frankly, they're kind of doing it in the wrong order. Is your toilet, is your sink, is any of your plumbing at your house completely clogged up? Well, call me, Harold DeWitt, and me and my good buddy, Sean, will come down there. Sorry, I had to breathe there. And we'll come and get you jerked out and cleaned off before you can say boo. Because that's what we're all about here at the Jerk and Clean Plumbing Service. Ironically enough, we're located next to... In and out Burger. <laughs> you know, I don't know why everybody laughs about that. It's just, just that's just who we're happen to be next to. If we were next to Chick Fil A, nobody'd probably say anything about that. But no, it has to be In and Out because we're the jerk and clean plumbing service. Hey, 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 this is a radar recording. Don't you think it's kind of funny? I'm always talking off a mic before I start to, you know, the forecast or whatever. It's kind of. You know, it's kind of a thing that I got going there. What the? Hey, man, it's all, it's all kind of like hot outside. There's really not much to talk about weather-wise. I mean, it's like upper 90s, like every day, and then the, after that, it's like upper 90s every day. 97, 98, 101. Pincha over the century mark, and then like 99. Hey, hey, Vato, you got like a 20% chance on Saturday. PM thunderstorms, Vato. Hey, I heard that uh, you and your little uh, niños and your uh, oh, what do they call them? I, you would think I know better than the Spanish. Your wife, you know, y'all all laid on the trampoline last night and watched the meteor shower, and you like y'all all bit it up from the mosquitoes or whatever, and you got uh, like a welt everywhere. I mean, you're, you're crazy. We stay in the house when it goes dark. You know, you know how it goes. Hey, <laughs> but uh, oh, let's see. Those are the. And don't get me wrong, Cabron. Those are going to be the only showers you're going to see for a while. So you might as well look up to the sky for like stars shooting across. They said, man, they said those things were barely going like 93,000 miles an hour. And I believe it because I saw it on TV this morning. It was like a bat out of hell or whatever. Hey, this week's sponsor, the the cleanager, the cleanish, the cleanager uh, plumbers. And uh, man, you got something plugged up or whatever, <clears throat> like like my throat or whatever, man. They'll come over, they'll clean it, and they'll like jerk the hell out of it. But it's it's all like messed up. I know it's like there's all kind of in your windows. And you know what the ironic thing is? Their offices right next. To In and Out Burger. Yeah, hey, Vato, ah, ah, ah. Hey, Vato, this is Rena Ricardo, Adena Serio. Back to you. Hey, Vato, yeah, Mike Time Talk. Hey, it says Tech Attack. Tech Attack. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for that uh, great report. We hope you keep your tank tops on or whatever you call them. I couldn't remember if you had that term. But, uh, guys, we've got the wave. Everybody does the wave. Uh, rural America. I don't know if they do it in the big city or not, but we're going to talk about it. What that says about you, maybe we should have done a poll for this, so what kind of waiver you are. I bet we'll, we'll tag it on to our uh, dropping, uh, what is it, the Twitter tweet. 
for this podcast episode. So here we go. The tweet and clean. The tweet and clean. We we seriously should have just done the entire episode on that. Then we'd blow our whole wad on one good episode. (laughs) Glad there's not a lift called that. Pun intended. All right, here we go. It's so cool. I can do this through my iPad now, and I don't have to cut and paste it. <laughs> this is like legit radio right here, yo. Right there, we got here comes Dwight Yoakam on his electrical solo. Isn't that cool, man? Yeah. I can. I feel like freaking uh, Rick D's, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rick D's in the weekly top 40. Yeah. Nice. Did you listen to Rick D's? I did. You remember Ted and Fred on Z93 back in the day? The, I remember, morning, the morning show? No. Maybe I do. Maybe I listened to it. There was one guy on there. He was like like on drive time, like 5 o'clock. He was the biggest douchebag. I, I forgot what his name was. He was one of those like 80s or 90s DJs. People would call and request a song, and then he would say, now, don't ever call me again. Oh, that kind of guy. I forgot what his name was. Z93. Yeah, man. So he wasn't nice and polite like Delilah <laughs> on Del- 94.1. Is she she's still, she's still on? I guess. I don't Delilah. know. Delilah. How many times has she been married, you figure? I don't know. She's got to do her radio show in like, it's like some kind of negligee or something like every time <laughs> with the red, kind of reddish neck that she's drinking all that red wine and. What kind of? How do you think she waves? Uh, probably like a beauty queen. I don't. I don't know. Is, okay, so we're talking wave now. This is the wave on the highway, not the wave in the in the uh, baseball stadium. What's your take on waves in the baseball stadium, Landon? They're tough to get going, but when they actually work good, it's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, uh, here in Texas, we wave. You know, most of the time, I wave all, almost all the time, depending on what mood I'm in. And mood goes into a lot of uh, how you wave. So, Landon, before we go any further, what what kind of waver are you? Does it oh, depend on who you're coming across, or not really? Because, well, no, it doesn't. I'm I'm more like a. I think I get my whole hand off the whole hand off, off the steering, steering wheel. wheel. But I mean, I've still got my wrist on the steering wheel. Yeah, right. Because you know, okay. I'm texting with the other hand. So, so, so we've got five different. Di- I mean, basically, it comes down to how many fingers you have. So, you got the finger, the two finger, the three finger, the four, and the hand, and the full hand. So we'll we'll work our way from the full hand down to the finger. Now, uh, so you would would you consider that a full hand if you don't get the wrist off of the steering wheel? Yeah, I'd, I'd call it a. Do la- you put what do you do with your thumb? I'd call it a lazy hand. It it's out there. It's, Is it out there? Yeah. Is it like a full extension, or do you let them? I mean, do you extend those fingers all the way to the edge? I don't know if we get full extension, but maybe it's still a little yeah, cu- pretty close, little, little pretty cupping, close. yeah, like a close. B cupping, yeah. Because i got to keep the rest on there to keep staring because, you know, I'm texting with the other ones. So. That's right. I'm yeah. just kidding. Well, God almighty, I hope you're not because you've got to hit five like three times to get the yeah, you don't can't, you? You can't T9 and drive. It no, just, you can't no T9 way. and drive, especially right. when you're trying to clean it up. I, I do have a friend out there who doesn't wave that farms real close to me that I play softball with because you never pass him without him. He almost has to. I mean, he has no idea where he's going. Like, he's just on the phone. All the time. Just all the time. So Landon's, Landon's a full hand guy. Well, I am, I'm a depends on who I'm running across guy. I'll do, I'm, I would say I'm usually, 
I'm going to say I'm kind of, I get the wrist off up the steering wheel, I think. No, let's see. No, Landon, I'd say we're about the same. I'm a full hand. I keep the wrist on there because I got one hand either on my coffee or on my <laughs> phone because I drink. Guys, it has been literally upper 90s for the last several days, and it's going to get 100 or something tomorrow. And my wife and I still drink two pots between us a day Good of, of coffee. And one pot is 12 cups, so we're drinking 24 cups of coffee and between two people. I mean, it's not, you know, which I mean, I guess is a pot a person. So everybody's staying regular at our house. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if the boys are getting any in there. So, uh, but yeah, so I've usually got, well, I mean, it's always, you know, you got the, is it, it's always the left hand too. Isn't it? You're a left hand, not me. No, no, let's see. Yeah, I'm a lefty. I mean, I'm a righty, but I'm a lefty driver. Okay. Yeah, okay, lefty. I'm a lefty driver because I've always got the hand on the center console and um, keeping that down. I've usually so, got both hands on. but So what is that? What do you think that says about us? Nothing. It do- now, Landon, we still got time to fill. <laughs> the whole no. point of podcasting is to talk. <laughs> no, it says something. It says something. I would say it's because yeah. you're a nice person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, have you ever been to New Mexico and and ever like studied this? People in New Mexico don't wave. Don't as wave. Much. Well, if you have Texas plates, no. Doesn't matter. I mean, still though. Do you wave at cops? Oh yeah, always. Always. My wife got pulled over the other day, and she had this cruise set on seventy seven. So get this, she gets pulled over at seventy. She had her cruise it, and it's digital, so it'll say seventy seven. Pulls her over, and um, anyway, he's like, of course, she tells me because I'm not with her. It's like. Well, I wouldn't have pulled you over, or I got you going eighty. She's like, "Well, I had the cruise set on seventy-seven before before she he told her that." She's like, "Well, I had the cruise set on seventy-seven. Did you get me going? How fast did you get me going?" Well, I had you going eighty. I wouldn't have pulled you over if you would have slowed down when you saw me. But since you didn't slow down, I pulled. I had to pull you over. <laughs> it's like so. Anyway, long story short, her uh, speedometer is not calibrated correctly, and mm. um, I don't know why it's off because we haven't changed the tires. I mean, that's the biggest, that's the biggest effect of tire of uh, your speedometer calibration is your, is your tire size. So, uh, so guys, if you're so size does matter size, absolutely hmm. size and speed, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, you get pulled over. Yeah, you know, s- slow it down. <laughs> man, you, <laughs> I wouldn't pull, I wouldn't have pulled you over if you, when you saw me, you uh. slowed down a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't see that on the notes anywhere. No. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, of course, you just got a warning, so it was all good, but everything. Um, uh, so, um, uh, yeah, I, I wave at cops. I mean, I wave at cops when I, I wave at pretty much everybody. Yeah, I wave. Well, yeah, my brother, my oldest brother, he don't wave at nobody. He don't wave at our mom. I don't even know if he waves. I can see that. I don't know if he even waves at, at his wife, my sister-in-law. I don't even know if he waves at her. He does the anti-wave. <laughs> he looks away. <laughs> he does the, the turn away. <laughs> he does the turn away. He looks away. It's like he's looking at the, he's always tuning the radio when he's mm. passing by. That's just how he is. He just doesn't wave. And um, we had a guy that passed away. He worked for us. Great guy. Passed away 10, 11 years ago. 11 years ago. And he would wave, like during harvest, he would always drive truck. He'd drive one of the trucks. And he would wave at you every, like if I'm in the grain cart, he would wave at me every single time he left the field and got back in the field. He would just, oh, that's just how he was. He would just wave at you every single chance he got. So he waved like the, 
Like the midlife single woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get the midlife divorce site. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't the um, Forrest Gump wave. It was, you know, he was a hand. He was a hand waver, for sure. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, he would always wave. Uh, so, do you uh, like say you see somebody the same person two or three times in a day? Do you keep waving at him? Yeah, yeah, okay. I pretty much wave everybody. And now if I know the person, I might flip them off. But yeah, you know, just just for funsies. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what you do with bros. You yeah. Know, your buddies. You. Uh, you give them the good old California howdy. So, uh, you know, like I said, a full hand, I think that tells you you're a friendly person and um, or at least you're in a good mood. So now down to the four finger wave. Really, the only thing I could come up with is if you give a four fingered wave, that's the Heil Sieg, Sieg Heil. The, you're, I mean, most likely you're a racist, don't you, Bigger? Probably. Yeah, that, that's the Adolf, the Adolf wave. And I don't know. I mean, if you if you pop your hand, you don't show your thumb. Now, if you got your fingers apart, it's okay. But if oh, you, you know, if you're holding the steering wheel, I mean, that's probably okay. You yeah, know, you want to keep that thumb on there. Because when you flip the hand up, you usually have the fingers. I mean, they're pretty close together. So yeah, but I don't. I mean, I guess I see the forefinger wave more than I think now that I think about it, because it's it's still not the full hand because that thumb's staying. Somebody something's got to grip the wheel. And you know, true. So since your your snatch grip is out of the out of the question. So yeah, because. Because Jesus isn't always going to grab the take the wheel. For <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Even our preacher made fun of that song one day. He's oh, like, really? Guys, if you're going down the highway, do not let go of the steering wheel. I thought it was hilarious when Family Guy did and Stewie the baby's driving and he's fixing to get in this wreck and he starts singing that. <laughs> <laughs> he just proceeds to crash oh, into everything. It was great. I oh I have, every time I see that on the on the video guide, I have to stop and watch it a little bit. I'm just like, good God. Okay, Brent, the three-finger wave, are, are there different kinds, like, you know, three and three? See, now, the only way I can do a three is pinky, ring, and middle. I don't know how people, I can barely do the, the ring, middle, and index. I actually think that one works better because you could hold on to the steering wheel now, with, with, with pinky and thumb. That would make more sense, yeah, because you got the three-finger. But which oh never mind you could you could use pointer and thumb for and still hold on to the wheel. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, now that now that you've made me completely reassess my thoughts on the three finger because the th- I thought the three finger wave was so hard to to uh, to um, execute that you're either a space alien or a mental patient. <laughs> you know, you're either fr- trying to trying to give ET the well, no, he's the one finger though. Or you weren't very good in shop class. No, <laughs> that's for sure. The guy I worked for when I was at Tech, he lost his trigger finger, his index finger, in a uh, potato digger years and mm. years ago. And I might have told this, but I'll reset it. He they poured some concrete one time for the driveway, and he just had the four, the three fingers and the thumb, and he had the index finger missing. It looked like freaking Look space. Like <laughs> Close Encounters, the third kind came oh, down and, and took him up. Man, it was pretty awesome. It was so funny. Well, we were talking about weightlifting. I used to lift weights with a guy that only had he was missing his pointer finger on the on the right hand and man it was weird to shake his hand but i mean yeah. it, it was weird to watch him do like bench press and I mean, it's like he was rocking out or something <laughs> yeah 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 pretty much oh man that, and yeah. i think he lost his in rope accident but i'm not See, sure team ropers especially headers mm-hmm. they have they lose those fingers and yeah uh, it's uh yeah it's kind of scary i don't you don't really lose it in golf no, so, uh, yeah. no, four, four doesn't mean four fingers. No, it but. does not. So yeah, the three finger one. I don't know. I thought it was a hard one to execute, but the more Landon kind of thinks. Of course, it depends on how big your steering wheel is, how far you can get it around that. You know that steering wheel. I I, I think it's Again, probably size matters. Yeah, 
I think the three-finger one has the most options. I like it. I like it. Okay. Now, the two-finger wave. I've been a two-finger waver. Have you, yeah. you've Peace. Been a, you've been a two-finger waver, too, haven't you? Yeah, I think so. So what kind of mood are you in when you do the two-finger wave? It's like that Alabama song, I'm in a hurry to get things done. <laughs> See, I don't. I see it the opposite way. I think you're just busting up those two fingers, and you're just kind of chilling. Might be when you get caught by surprise, like, "Oh, here you get a wave." Yeah, yeah. Have you ever uh, seen somebody wave at you just as they go past you, and you wave, and you know that they didn't see it, and you yeah. think, "Oh, they're gonna think I'm an asshole now." Yeah, yeah, that happens, unfortunately. So you know, the two finger wave says to me that you're either too cool, you just had sex, or you're holding a cigarette. <laughs> nice <laughs> which the last two kind of go hand in hand <laughs> true yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully that's not how it went down but okay so the two finger yeah and lots of people are two finger wavers you know you just you gotta pop, watch pop out for them. hippies too though i don't think hippies wave well if they do that's what they're they're doing the two I've, finger i've never seen anybody in a volkswagen van wave at me no i mean i hadn't come across a lot of them of course that's probably because their both hands are on the steering wheel because they know that thing's bounce that thing's bouncing up and down when they hit the rumble strips because they probably don't have power steering yeah they're they're probably annoyed anyway because everybody they pass there's probably somebody punching the other person in the car so <laughs> that's true hitting, hitting, Punch the, buggy. hitting the hitting the bong or whatever so yeah yeah the two finger wave. So now we're down to the finger. Now you've already said. Now I don't. I'm not referring to the middle finger here. It's just the just the index finger. Mm-hmm. Just just the kind of. Now do you pop it or do you kind of, and then bring it back? Well, it depends. You know, the one finger wave can be can is probably the way to go if you're going to insult body or in, insult someone. Like, Are you smiling? Like, well, it depends. But have you ever seen like the like the business owner, the feed yard owner, drive by that <laughs> that does the fastest like quarter of a second figure wave like out and in it's like he's bidding at the catalog yeah and it's like he's like you know i don't i don't like you but you know maybe there's a chance that you work you might work for me or you might have something to do with a cow or you may in the future so here's this i might be able to use you at some point yeah yeah you might yeah you might be worth something to me someday so here's this (laughs) i i'll never forget speaking of cattle auction you know at the at the sale barns here I was I was doing the whole thing where I kind of racked my fingers on my knee where you know you <laughs> it, it, pinky index. Is that uh, why you're in the show steer business? That's now? right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently, uh, so they just got through selling one uh, one set, and uh, he said, "Be careful how you you roll your fingers, guys, because that could be." Dis-. I'm like, "Huh? All I'm doing is racking my fingers on my knee." I'm like, dude, it's not like I'm one of the uh, cartel members here that y'all all have your the auctioneer knows everybody. And we're just there to sell our calves. So anyway, maybe when Nomar Mazzaro hit that one out, gone. Too bad he, nobody's on base. Anyway, so yeah, you got to watch that. So the finger, I'm a, you know, I, I've been, I've done the finger too, but it's usually chances are if I'm giving you the finger, I'm not giving you the middle finger. I'm giving you the index finger, but it's kind of my version of the index finger or the middle finger. So what it says to me about you is you're either too cool, too lazy, too busy looking at your phone. Pissed off, or you just simply don't like the person, but you're still going to wave at him anyway. What do you think about that? I agree with that. I you like so. that? Because mm-hmm. you've probably do you ever, it. Do you ever do the one finger wave? The one finger wave? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, to strangers. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't do it to people I know. True. I don't do it to people I know. Not maybe. Well, no, I don't because they know me better than that. It's kind of go off tangent. Like I do a lot of walking in town with the with the kiddo and the dog and. 
So you you know sounds like you need to start going in the pickup because you come across a dog attack like every time you tell me about yeah this. yeah I almost missed one the other day anyway I have noticed that about seventy percent of people are glued to their phone driving down the street uh, it, it is scary it, I'm I mean, impressed I'm impressed truck drivers especially when they were chopping my wheat yeah they were literally they literally had their phones on a phone uh, stand on their dash. Watching Netflix while they were leaving the field. I, I mean, I gotta be. I'm impressed. Like if I wouldn't, have, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, and I try not to be. But uh, one of our, uh, I was driving down the farm to market road the other day, and this gal in front of me was going about 50 miles an hour. And I mean, I wasn't on my phone. And I'm glad I wasn't because I'd have run right up her ass because she was going 50 mm-hmm. and I was going 75, and it wouldn't have been a good ending. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess no pun intended. That's what that's what Brent said. That's what I said that day. So uh, especially when I have my kids in, with me, I just I mean well, I know it's, it's supposed to be all the time, but when I get no one kids, knowing the person that it was, I want to <laughs> make a dirty <laughs> joke on that one. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Uh, shoot. Well, guys, that's about. I think we've covered that really well. Uh, hopefully, uh, if you've got any, uh, I'm gonna put a poll out with this thing, and y'all. Uh, Y'all pull the poll and, and uh, the, we'll give you the votes. The polling jerk. There you go. <laughs> and with that, guys, we're going to get out of here. We hope everybody stays safe and um, hopefully this heat calms down and uh, we'll play some uh, more decent golf. I played golf Sunday and it started out not bad and ended up pretty crappy. So um, there's that. So you been playing any golf? No. No, of course not. Well, we played at Powder Creek and uh, – that's a fun course but uh guys we're getting out of here everybody be safe and until next time we'll ask you what side of the line are you on the dry line farmer podcast brought to you by clean and jerk plumbing service we'll clean it and jerk the shit out of it the Dryland Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, and now a member of the Global Ag Network. Did I say it landed in 2019? He's still here. <laughs>